From the Montana Cayman, University of Montana's independent student-run newspaper, this is the Cayman Cast for the week of October 18th. I'm Austin Amistoy. Black bears are familiar residents of Montana's mountains and forests and have garnered a reputation for their surprise visits to UM's campus. But, drawn by the irresistible scent of human garbage, bears are frequenting Missoula at unusually high rates this fall, leading to increased headaches for fish, wildlife, and parks, and an uptick in encounters with unsuspecting students. This week, Cayman Arts and Culture reporter Haley Yarborough bears the good and bad news about our furry forest friends and the efforts underway to keep them and us safe. Haley, it's finally time. Our listeners have been waiting for two weeks for you to spill the beans on the bears after some very heady news stories the past couple weeks. So thank you for being with us today. Yeah, uh, thank you for having me, Austin. Oh, it's my pleasure. So Haley, as I mentioned in the intro, bears on campus are a pretty frequent occurrence here at UM. I remember a period during remote classes last school year where we had probably four or five bear alerts in our inboxes in a matter of weeks. And this year's been no slouch for bear reports either. I think all UM students would agree. It sounds like you tried to answer a number of questions in your reporting, but let's start with a basic one. Why do we have bears on campus at all? So I recently talked to James Jonkel, the wildlife specialist at Fish, Wildlife, and Parks. Um, and essentially what he told me is the bears are in a period of like hyperphagia right now, which means they're essentially coming down to lower elevations to fatten up before hibernation. Exactly. It's just like uh, I'm doing the same thing. I'm getting my cabin ready. I'm cutting off firewood. <laughs> I'm stocking all the stores in the cabin so I don't have to ski in with it. Uh, bears are doing the same thing. It's called hyperphagia. And uh, um, and this usually lasts like from late summer to fall between the months of like late June to mid-November. I think it's particularly bad this year because berries like hawthorn are in full bloom, at least according to John Cole. Hawthorn is a, a kind of a lower elevation berry that was just so productive this year. Unbelievable. I mean, we had hawthorn like you wouldn't believe. Um, so that's the main reason we've got all this bear activity right now in the Missoula Valley. Um, so there's been like a surplus reports of bears around Patty Canyon and especially the rattlesnake area. From what Jonkle told me, essentially these berry sources are beginning to dwindle. Um, so more and more bears are moving into urbanized areas, specifically the rattlesnake neighborhoods. And then there's, um, they're called this group, they call them sloths of bears, essentially. And um, they're slowly trickling into other areas like Grant Creek, the Lower Bitterroot, and the university area. Wait, groups of bears are called sloths of bears? Yes, sloths of bears. Is that like an official term or is that like fish, wildlife, and parks terminology? I'm pretty sure it's an official term. Wow, that's fascinating. But Haley, it seems like everyone who attends UM has a bear story of some kind, off campus or on. I'm wondering, did you hear any of those stories during your reporting? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, it was pretty funny, though. Actually, I set up on the oval with, you know, a chair and a table and a whiteboard saying, tell me your UM Bear story. <laughs> and I got a, a few pretty good stories. Um, Ready? Yes. Okay, my name is Ronnie. I drive a Ford Fiesta. <laughs> this time last year, I'm driving down Broadway. There's, There's this one by, her name's Ronnie Hecker. Um, She's a student here at UM, um, and she's told me this great story. She was uh, driving downtown in downtown Missoula um, in her Ford Fiesta, which she calls Carmen. She really likes that car. And uh, she saw a bear cross Broadway. There's a boy driving behind me, and I call him, and I say, Hey, did you just see that bear running down the sidewalk? And he goes, are you sure it wasn't just a big dog? And I said, you're from Connecticut, never speak to me again. <laughs> we circle the block, we circle the block, we park. It's running across Broadway, <laughs> running across the street. I call animal And then she called animal control and they told her, oh, we're just gonna let it do bear things. <laughs> and then the next day, uh, bear was reported on campus. And then the beginning of this year, I feel like a lot of UM students saw this, uh, Sean Staples. He was on his bike and he saw a group of police up ahead and he's like, what's going on? A pedestrian told him, oh, there's spottings of a bear. So he just kept biking and then he looks behind him. And the bear was just coming straight towards me, just running full speed and then, uh, and then it veered off. And... and then probably one of the best ones was Addison Cook. And Addison sent you a video of the encounter that she had with her roommates of this bear, right? Yes, yes, it is a great video. Um, it, it's basically them shrieking. Lock the door, lock the door. <laughs> she was at her house, her rented apartment with her roommates near Higgins, I believe. And she, um, it was like an early morning, she was getting ready to go to her 8 a.m. lab. And then um, they saw this bear. It just uh, essentially scaled their fence, crawled into their yard. Do you think you can scale this one? Dude, he's just chilling in our backyard. <laughs> and after a while, it crapped in their yard <laughs> and then crawled over the fence and uh, ran towards uh, Dairy Queen on Higgins. So that was one of the, the best stories. One way to get those stories, I guess, is to just set up a table on the Oval and ask for them. So that's pretty funny to me. But lots of people really do seem to have bear encounter stories, Haley. But are there numbers to back up all the alerts we UM students get in our inboxes? Like, what's bear activity been like in recent months and years? Yeah, so I talked to UM PD recently, um, and I was able to get a report of the total UMPD issued bear alerts for the last two years. And in total, there was around 20. Um, so for 2020, there was 11. And so far for um, 2021, there's been nine. And from my own personal research through my email, I found out there's four that were issued in September. Wow, so four in September alone of this year. Yes, wow. exactly. And yeah, in terms of like actual active bears on campus, there's been about three, according to John Cole and their, their fish, wildlife, and parks website. 
um, and they've been essentially crossing the I-90 between East Missoula and Hellgate and the university area. Now, Haley, I know because I've seen a little bit of your early drafts for the cover story you're writing on this uh, topic that James Jonkel, who you spoke with for this story, is really a lot more than just, um, you know, a talking head with information on bears there at Fish, Wildlife and Parks. So what do we know about this Jonkel character and his relationship with bears in Missoula and on campus? Jungle, he's been working with fish, wildlife, and parks for a little over 20 years. So he's been doing this a long, long time. Um, and yeah, there's been, I'm, I'm trying to remember, he's just, he's really involved. Um, and he's had a lot of personal experiences with bears on campus. Um, and then I believe last year, it was so bad for a while, he was uh, trying to set up bear traps on campus. Oh, wow. Actually kind of a sting operation. Um, I think he sort of has this sort of love-hate relationship with bears. Mm. Um, I think he really cares for them, but it's it's difficult handling them sometimes. Um, and he's actually, there's this bear right now he calls pain in the ass. <laughs> um, and essentially it's been climbing up into trees near campus. And there's a lot of uh, garbage. <laughs> And he probably knows that he uh, should be sticking close to the berries and the river, but, you know, wouldn't you rather go the Dairy Queen, you know? (laughs) Right. uh, So, like, the first game at UM, uh, that bear alert you got about a bear crawling up into a tree, that was pain in the ass. (laughs) Um, And essentially what he does is because it's too far up in the tree, he can't tranquilize it. Because if, if the bear falls, it could potentially die. So mm. what he does is he usually, like, parks his truck underneath the tree, if if he can do that, and then he blasts, like, NPR or music. Oh, wow. Until um, it's safe for the bear to come down. You know, he hasn't done anything heinous. All he's done is take advantage of, of garbage. Uh, so, yes, we would relocate him. The bears that we do not relocate are if we have a bear that, uh, you know, has tried to enter a tent while someone's in the tent, or a bear that enters a house, uh, or a bear that just does some severe damage to a household, you know, for no reason. Um, Those bears we just can't take a chance with. You know, it sounds like Jonkle takes his job working with bears really seriously. The unfortunate side of that is there is a lot of uh, euthanization Mm -hmm. of bears sometimes. Um, From what he told me, they don't do it too much. It's around like four to five times a year they actually have to euthanize Uh, a bear. If we have a bear that uh, we've relocated two or three times, yet he continues to come back to Missoula and raiding the same houses again, we destroy that bear. But we... There's just so many bears. Like if I Haley, did Jonkel or anyone else tell you about the trends researchers are seeing in terms of bears coming into town? Yeah. So um, essentially what's happening is this year, I mean, it's due to a lot of the hawthorn blooming, a lot of berry surplus. But in other years, it's actually the opposite when they don't have enough natural food. Um, and he actually told me this story. He called it... Uh, Bear Bear (laughs) Mageddon in 
back in 2015, there was like this early fall freeze that killed off a lot of their natural food. Um, and he calls this a food failure year. Essentially, when they don't have enough food, they move into more urbanized areas. Um, and on top of that, there was also, it was the temperatures were abnormally warm for Montana. So that was influencing the bears and stressing them out a lot more than usual. Mm. Um, and he told me there was like a lot of orphan cubs, stuff like that. I asked him actually about like how this could tie into bigger themes like climate change, stuff like that. And he did say that there is potential for this issue to grow just because um, actually warmer seasons can influence hibernation. The bears go into hibernation later because they have more accessibility to food mm. and it's just warmer in general, so they don't feel as much of a need to fatten up before the winter comes. Okay, the, the bears aren't going away anytime soon, is what I'm hearing, Haley. And I guess that's good news for those of us who get a little thrill every time we receive a bear on campus alert, but... What do the experts tell us about how to act if we actually come face to face with a bear? I talked to one of the experts on it, this this nonprofit organization where the, their whole thing revolves around being bear aware if you do encounter a bear. And what they told me is that you should always have bear spray on you. Um, and if you do encounter a bear, they like to talk. So if a bear is like swatting the ground and growling with its ears down and its fur up, from what I had told, it's great news because that means they're willing to talk. Mm, negotiation. Negotiation. <laughs> so you say, hey, bear, how are you doing, bear? You just try to make loud noises. Don't turn away because that will leave you susceptible. And um, if for some reason they don't leave, um, and they start to charge, that's when you would want to use your bear spray. And what I was told is you shouldn't worry about wind direction uh, or aiming it. Just make sure it's around like 30 to 60 feet away when you spray. And there's no really grizzlies on campus before, and grizzlies generally are a little more aggressive than black bears. So the moral of this story, it seems, Haley, is that our furry friends aren't going away anytime soon. Those bear alert emails are probably inevitable, especially as the climate warms and the bears get hungrier. Um, I suppose it's lucky that we don't have any grisly stories to report, no bear attacks anyway. But John Cole lived through uh, what he has called the first Bearmageddon. So I guess my last question for you is, are we living through a second bearpocalypse now? No, I, I don't think we're living through another like bearmageddon or bearpocalypse right now. Um, I think it's just, from what John Cole told me, this, this has happened before, these kind of seasons has happened before. like. Um, bears have come down after eating an abundance of fruit and stuff. Um, and I think it just comes down to people being bearware, you know, cleaning up their trash, picking their fruit trees, stuff like that. Um, and I think as long as we do that, we'll be okay. <laughs> Haley, 
Thanks for giving us the 411 on our favorite four-legged campus visitors. You really have a knack for laying the facts bare. Ah, uh, thanks for bearing with me, Austin. In her conversation with James Jonkel of Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, Haley asked Jonkel if increasing rates of bears heading into city limits is necessarily a bad thing. It's a negative thing in that it's not part of the natural world, you know? Um, and it's only going to get worse uh, as we eat up more and more habitat and enhanced habitat. You know, the wildlife are going to continue to shift, so we'll see this urbanization of the wildlife, but it's also, it takes a lot of human tolerance, you know. You can read Haley's full story on Bears on Campus in this week's paper, hitting newsstands and our website on Thursday, October 21st. The Kyman Cast is produced and edited by me, Austin Amistoy. Reporting by Haley Yarborough. That's it for this week's episode. Next time, Halloween is on our doorstep, and so are things that go bump in the night. How haunted is UM? Find out next week. I'll see you there.